Support for this episode comes from PCG Digital. It is anywhere from difficult to impossible to manage every aspect of the changing digital landscape. Rather than trying to do it yourself, why not leave it to an award-winning team of digital marketing specialists who have mastered it all? Connect your message with more potential customers with PCG Digital. Go to pcgdigital.com for more information. There's a lot of conversation about diversity and inclusivity in the workplace. And a lot of people, I feel, truly think that they're colorblind, meaning they're looking at the individual and saying, doesn't really matter to me what color, race, creed, any of that. It's can you deliver for my team and help my team be successful? But there are also a lot of struggles with this. And as much as many people think they're doing a great job, we're still talking about that today. Well, my guest today, Demetrius Naylor, uh, was a Marine, and now he is a general manager of an auto dealership, and he talks about his journey as an African-American man coming out of the military and all of his journey where, as he said, you cannot like me for the color of my skin, but I'm going to outwork everyone so much that you can't ignore me. And as he always says, work is the true delineation or um, your superpower to stand out because there are so many opportunities. And, and I want you to listen to this conversation. It's really impactful. So let's dive into today's power episode of You're in Charge Conversations That Spark Change with Demetrius Naylor. So for you, over your career coming into automotive and over the years from leaving the military, where I, I, you know, from my understanding, I did not serve, but military, it's not that it's colorblind, but it's just, hey, just get the job done. But for you, how important is diversity to you in building a team? Do you, for your career, to be an example of someone who is successful? Um, Or are you at a point where that's not as important for you? I just want people on my team that can win. I, we go back to me getting the offer to become a general manager. Probably in a lot of people's mind, a little sooner than probably it should happen. You know what I mean? I, I've moved multiple times, um, but it was all strategically aligned to get to a, a, to an end goal, <clears throat> not chasing a title, right. but chasing a place of the highest, greatest impact. I look at diversity in the workplace as my right, my duty, and my responsibility. I, I'm not trying to sway the pendulum one way or the other i just want to make sure it's fair down the line for everybody Mm -hmm. and i say this a lot on clubhouse i say that we have a right and a responsibility that once we reach a certain plateau or a certain place in our lives that we have to send that ladder back down right i moved from jacksonville north carolina starting in the car business um where i wasn't allowed to get promoted or move up in the ranks based on sometimes because of the color of my skin, because they didn't want to change the way the front office looked. Mm-hmm. I, 
I personally have fought and tried to be the best that I could be. So that way, none of that ever played a role or a factor in, but again, this is still, this is still a conversation in 2021 going into 22. Yes. We have to recognize our ignorance in this part of the business, in this part of the world where it's, it's that misnomer, that thing that's unspoken. Mm -hmm. But again, a lot of people ask me like, well, why did you, because I wanted to give that opportunity to the gentleman or the, the lady that looked like me that wasn't given an opportunity. And do I, do I purposely go out of my way to swing the pendulum to say like, I don't care what it is, they're getting an opportunity over this person? No, but I make sure that the playing field is absolutely level every time I go into a situation where I can. And I make sure that I also coach and talk to people about it as much as possible because I do know what that's like to not be given an opportunity because of the color of my skin or because I didn't look the quote unquote same as other people right. um, for one reason or another. So do I feel, still think it happens? Yes. Do I happen to work for a great organization now that's owned by two minorities and that are giving opportunity? I, we were in our training class yesterday and it was nice to look around the room. We have a GSM that's female, Hispanics, we have African-Americans called Kate. I mean, the whole room was the melting pot of what mm -hmm. the should look like. And I think too many times because we get comfortable in seeing what we're used to seeing. So that kind of like inadvertently like alienates a certain group because if we're all used to seeing the Glens of the world or the Demetrius's of the world, and we're friends with those people, then we naturally just kind of don't pull for those people. Right. My thing is, I look at it like this. I pull for the most talented, the most qualified, but if I have an opportunity to steward or bring in some, a, a person of color or a minority, or especially, especially a female, I pull them in, you know what I mean? With the right qualifications, but I make sure that I take that opportunity to give back right. my position. You know what I mean? Do I alienate one race over the other? Absolutely not. But I make sure that I take the extra time to give it a credible second look or I'm a voice in that room and an advocate for that person that can't speak. So I think that's kind of where I'm at with it in regards to diversity. Am I standing on the front lines holding a picket sign? No. But at the end of the day, am I still trying to champion it from my position every day and every chance I get? hundred percent. No, and I and I that that is one thing that you know I admire about you when I met you. There wasn't any. It just it's the way you carry yourself, and it's you know it is that ability to look at another person and just say you know, I want to be judged on my results. I wanted to be judged on my personality, who I am as a man or a woman, not on all of this other things. And you're right. It's still sad that we're having this conversation in 2021 or 2022. And some days it's worse and some days it's better. But I think for all of us in leadership positions, it is really about understanding the skill set that you need for your team and then going out and finding the best people 
and doing your best. Now, as you said, you know, if you have two candidates and, you know, hire them both if you can, but really we keep talking about this, this idea and, and there are movements and there's ideas, but, you know, we're all hoping for the day where it isn't about that. It's not saying, Oh, it's a minority owner. It's just an owner. And yeah. it's, oh, it's a woman GSM. It's like, no, she's the GSM, right? So for me and my company, it's not a conscious thought, but I I did the math at one time. Someone asked me, and I think I'm going to say outside of my brother and I, all of the leadership positions are women. Was it conscious? No, they were the best people. They stepped yeah. up, right? And so it, it, we're hoping that. And I think your example of that, of the way you carry yourself and the way you talk about it and what you're doing, that is inspiring to other people that you have the opportunity and you're there reaching your hand back. And I think that's a really great analogy. Reach back for the people behind you, drop the ladder down, uh, pull them up with you. Um, I think that, that that's phenomenal. So, so talk about that, that, that conversation you have with some of the people on your team who may be thinking, I'll never get that. Like, what, what are those conversations like for people who may not think, well, you're, you're looking at you and saying, well, you're the exception yeah. versus I could never get there. My thought process there is, again, I look at, I want to be seen. A lot of people say, oh, I'm colorblind. I want to be seen. I want you to see me in all of my my African-American beauty. I, I want to be seen, but at the same time, I don't want that to be the focus of our conversation. Right. I don't want it to be, you know what I mean? There's so many isms, elitism, racism, you know what I mean? Uh, all the different isms that are out there. Sandy Zanino put that like so pointedly. She said, there's so many isms that we can't even talk through these days. My thing is, I just want everybody to have a seat at the table and have a voice. Mm. Then from there, let your actions and your talent and your hard work then be the plat be the playing field. Right. So when it comes to people on my team, I make sure that when we're hiring, I mean, we don't necessarily have this problem here, like because of we're such a diverse area. But right. When when I was in West Virginia, and they would be like, "Oh, Demetrius, you know, what I mean, you hired everybody and anybody." But yes, because I believe. At the core principle, everybody deserves a shot. What mm -hmm. they do with that shot is up to them. Right. Everybody says, oh, Demetrius, you're the exception. You're this or you're that. What I look at it and I say is I just made the most of that one opportunity that somebody gave me, and I just took off and ran with it. Mm -hmm. My job is to now show that people, show people, minorities, women, anybody that wants a real shot, this is what you do with it. This is how you steward it. And this is how you make it expand. And that is the conversation that I have with people that are looking to excel or that don't believe they can do it. That's the whole reason why I start with mindset rather than metrics and performance, because I want you to think that regardless of what you look like, it is all possible. Right. I'm proof that it is all possible. Now, am I saying I'm the best that's ever done it? No, but I am saying that Everybody deserves a fair shot, a fair and intentional shot on, on getting to the top. Am I at the top? Far from it. But I'm going to make sure that everybody around me has that fair opportunity as long as they're willing to work hard. 
hard work is the great equalizer. Yes. Uh, and, and, and to your point, I mean, when I was thinking about asking questions, you know, and interviewing you, I was going, I don't, I don't want this to be a topic because of what you just said. Oh, we're only having this conversation because I'm African-American. No, but it's more of the way you carry yourself and the passion that you have for helping others. And to say, I'm not unique. I'm unique in the fact you're looking at me as I'm unique, but I've busted my ass to get here. You know, that's the key. So if you want to bust your ass and, and, and I think it was, um, now I'm going to go blank on um, mm, she she was she's the uh, CEO of three to one ignition. And I'm, I'm sorry, she's going to yell at me for forgetting her name. But she came from Russia and she said, you just don't take for granted all the opportunities that you have here. Right. She was saying in Russia, you're born rich or you're born poor and you can't change that. There is no middle class, you know, but here, if you're willing to work hard, there's always an opportunity. And there's so many people for whatever reason who uh, take their opportunities for granted or think they should be given something because of who they know, where they went to school of their whatever. It's nauseating. I talk to my children all the time about that. I said, nobody cares. The only thing they're going to care about is how hard you work and are you willing? And if you're willing to work hard, you'll be successful. But just because you're my son doesn't, nobody cares. I can get you in the door. (laughs) But after that, you got to do it yourself. And it's that hard work. And that's why I wanted that conversation and to talk to you about how you're elevating your team, because there are so many people that look up to you, but it's that idea of looking up at you in awe of, oh, he's the unicorn instead of, no, this was hard work and you all could do it. I, I look back and I think about the time that I was homeless. I came out of the Marine Corps and made some, made some poor decisions as far as like proper prior planning prevents poor performance is what we always say in the military. But I made some poor, I made some poor decisions on being able to have the company have the the preparedness to do things when I got out of the military. So when I got out of the military, I was homeless for a year and a half, slept in my car. And a lot of people would have laid down and might've done drugs and got addicted to alcohol and woe is me. I kept working because I always was under the mindset that more was possible. And that's where I get the, just a little bit more. But at the same time though, like when I look at it, my life is just, multiple instances of just working hard and never giving up. And I want to show those people that want to automatically associate the isms with hard work. And I want to tell them that like, Hey, look, at the end of the day, I'm not the unicorn. I'm not the exception. I'm just a guy who said in the face of it all, I'm just going to work hard. I don't care what happens. I'm going to be so good that they can't ignore me. And that's all it was. And do I look at it and say, there were some times that I wasn't given a shot or an opportunity. Yes. And can I, Oh man, I could always bang that drum. Like, Oh man, it's so hard out here. But what I instead said was I'm going to be so good or I'm going to go and grow. Like that was my mentality. Like, I've reached this level here and they refuse to see the hard work and the talent. So then I need to 
make a transition. I need to move. That's that's all there was to it. And I refuse to let anybody hold me back for race, religion, for any of those things, because I was always a hard worker. You could not like me for the color of my skin. But one thing you couldn't deny was the fact that I was going to make you a lot of money or I was going to generate you the kind of attraction that you needed to make a lot of money. So again, it just boiled down to hard work and I don't want to dismiss the race portion of it, but I also don't want that to be the focus. And just like, I don't allow for my staff to focus on that, but at the same time, we're going to make sure that everybody gets a shot regardless race, religion, creed. I have all walks of life work for me and I'm never going to hold them back. I'm going to empower them, teach them, grow them, cultivate them, mold them. But I'm going to require that they they work hard because that is the great equalizer. Hard work is the great equalizer. So that's where I'm at on that topic. As I said at the end of that episode, I got a lot of goosebumps because his words are so powerful. And what Demetrius said is that he's not the unicorn. It is about hard work. And, And as he said, he looks at his team through one lens are you willing to work hard and be part of my team that's it and i wish more people thought that way so please make sure you connect with demetrius he's a phenomenal individual and he will connect with you if you have any questions um audience you know the drill uh please make sure you subscribe to the podcast on apple or if you're an android user on spotify or whatever platform you listen to podcasts we are there you can also listen to the full conversation with demetrius it's episode 115 he talks a lot about building teams management how to highlight their strengths, how to empower his team, how to train a team. It's so much great information. You do yourself uh, a favor and listen to the full episode as well. You can jump over to YouTube as well and and watch the two of us have our conversation. Um, But as always, I thank you for your attention. I know there's a lot of places for you to consume content, but the fact that you spend some time with Demetrius and me today means the world to me. As I say at the end of every episode, you're in charge. But Demetrius gave you a few more tips and strategies to help you become better both personally and professionally. I thank you again, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.